Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. After blowing out the Lakers, is it time to reconsider the ceiling of the Utah Jazz as contenders? Devin Booker gets an all-star game nod after all. Plus, is Albert Pujols the best player of his generation? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Stop me if you heard this before. The Utah Jazz win and look incredible doing so, beating LeBron James and the depleted Lakers 114 to 89. Joining me now from Locked On Jazz, David Locke. And David, as the Jazz continue to build this resume over the course of the season, at what point, and maybe we've passed that point, do we have to recalibrate the the critics and the doubters of the can this work in the playoff stuff because they look pretty unstoppable right now. You know, they're going to have to prove that it works in the playoffs because they haven't in the past, but they're doing some different things. They're taking 15 three-point shots by 15 on the shot clock. Think about that. So in the first nine seconds of the shot clock per game, they're taking 15 three-point shots, and they hit over 40% of those shots. So they're playing fast. They're playing quick. They're playing with freedom, and they're getting off an inordinate amount of threes. Will they be able to do that in the playoffs when everybody else wants to come to a halt and grind the game down? The beauty of this team is they just scored 114 points against the Los Angeles Lakers, and nobody scored 20. So they don't have the same need that some other teams have where you have to go put it in LeBron's hand, you have to go put it in Kawhi's hand, and maybe they will, in fact, be able to play, and this becomes their DNA to play this fast. The last thing I'd add on that that's most interesting about this is that the signature of a Quinn Snyder team for the last five years has been that they're a beautiful executing half-court team that gets great looks in the half-court. They've always had the best looks of any team in the league. So now what they've done is they've taken that still have that beauty and still have that half-court tenacity, but they've added this other element of a quick early offense, and it's changing the game a little bit because no one's ever taken this volume of threes while shooting it this well. Do you think it's possible for the Jazz to turn the the lack of true go-to number one alpha type superstar into a good thing? I mean, Donovan Mitchell goes four for 16 in this game. I know he has the ridiculous dunk. I'm sure you were out of your seat on that one. But he scores 13 points, and they roll a, a Lakers team anyway. Is that something, this this balance that you talked about, I mean, could this be the team that sort of says, hey, you can do it this way? I mean, let's be clear. They rolled a Laker team without Anthony Davis, without Dennis Schroeder, sure. that has lost four in a row and five of their last six. That's not the world championship Laker team that was on the floor tonight. They're gonna. That's going to be the task. Can they... Can they rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince, <laughs> Ben Wallace to a championship? That's what we're talking about. They, they're they similar to the 60-win Atlanta Hawk team that fell short to the LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers team in the playoffs. But the difference, I would say, to that is if you look back at that Hawks team, they didn't have any one-on-one players. Jeff Teague it was their best one-on-one player. They otherwise had Millsap and Horford. This team has... Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, and Donovan Mitchell, who, if need be, can go get it. And they have the best defensive player in the world by a lot. I just want everyone to know we don't keep having David on because he's our boss or his name is on the show. The Jazz are just that good. 
They have led by 20 in 20 of the 32 games they've played this year. That's incredible. Coming up, how Devin Booker went from snub to in the All-Star game. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball. Baseball is going to be here before you know it. Hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? When you've got names like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate, all of these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and yet they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. It is a miracle of modern science. I'm telling you these things are the best. I have tried every protein bar on the market in my life. Nothing holds a candle to Built Bar. They truly are. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Number 20, Arkansas ran away from number six, Alabama, on Wednesday night, 81 66. The Canadiens are currently in fourth in the North, and that was not good enough for them as they decided. It was time for a change with Scott Matla. Here's Laura Saba for more from Locked On Canadiens. We're here with your rapid reaction to the Claude Julien and Kirk Muller firings. We are excited to see that Dominique Ducharme has been promoted to interim head coach and Alex Burrows has been brought up from the Laval Rocket. We think this is a positive development. We're hesitant to call the season for sure, but it remains to be seen whether or not the Canadians are going to improve, but this is a long overdue decision and we're happy with the direction the team is going in. And if you want to check out our more in-depth analysis on the firings, hirings, and what this means for the Canadians, you can catch our latest episode at Locked On Canadians. Megan Rapino scored twice in the United States, won the Sheep Believes Cup title with a 6-0 victory over Argentina on Wednesday night. The United States is undefeated in 37 straight games and 53 on American soil. The U.S. women became the first team to have three straight shutouts in the She Believes Cup, which is in its sixth year. For more information in reaction to Tiger Woods' car accident in L.A. yesterday, the Los Angeles County Sheriff says Tiger Woods was not drunk during the rollover that seriously injured the golf superstar. They said the single vehicle crash was purely an accident. As far as his future playing golf, Dr. Michael Gardner, chief of orthopedic trauma at Stanford Medical Center, said, I would say, unfortunately, it's very, very unlikely that he returns to be a professional golfer after these injuries. 
The golf world also continued to react to Tiger Woods' car crash. Rory McIlroy had this to say yesterday. He's a human being at the end of the day, and you know he's already been through so much. So at this stage, I think everyone should just be grateful that he's here, that he's alive, uh, that, that his kids haven't lost their dad. Uh, that's that's the most important thing. Uh, golf is so far from the uh, from the equation right now. Um, it's not even on the map at, at this point. And PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan said, "I think that the only thing that really matters now is his well-being, his recovery, his family, the level of support that we provide to him." Listen, when Tiger Woods wants to talk about golf, we'll talk about golf. Here is another story you need to know. It was good news, bad news for Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. First, Devin Booker was snubbed from the All-Star team. Then he made the All-Star team as an injury replacement. Then there was more bad news. Booker, despite an incredible game, 33 points on 13 of 24 shooting, misses a three late in the game against uh, the Charlotte Hornets, and the Suns fall to those Hornets, 124-121. Joining me now, from Locked On Suns, Brendan Clean and Brendan, Chris Paul was was extremely supportive of Booker in the wake of uh, you know, the the apparent snub. That snub has been unsnubbed. But do you think this is something that the Suns can coalesce around and and use as a little bit of a rallying cry? This like nobody believes in us kind of idea moving forward. Yeah, we got a little bit of time with Chris Paul uh, after shoot around on Wednesday morning, and his whole thing was basically, uh, we're good, you know, um, as a team, the idea being, you know, that they didn't put too much stock into it. Now, he also told us post game that they may have known more than they let on that Booker would be the injury replacement, perhaps at the time he said that. So, uh, (laughs) it's hard to say what he was referring to, but regardless, yeah, I think, in 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 five ten years from now, who knows if that will even be remembered, and and we'll just be thinking back on his second straight All Star appearance. I thought maybe more important was what Chris Paul said about Devin Booker as the cornerstone of the team. He said, "I came to Phoenix because of Devin Booker." Booker comes out and and has you know this wonderful game. We know his ability to score points in bunches. Is his his play ultimately the ceiling that he has as a player, whether it's scoring or or even elevating his game as a facilitator or defensively, whatever it is, is he the guy that's going to dictate whether or not they can be a real contender in the West this year, or is it Chris Paul or someone else? I think, yeah, to the point that, that Paul made in the quote you're referring to, he kind of said, you know, we go as book goes. And I think Obviously, he means so much as a scorer, Chris Paul, more of a facilitating player, and they don't really have as much as many guys who can create a shot as they even did last year. You know, they they kind of gave a lot to get Paul and and sacrificed some of that. So as a scorer, yes, uh, I still feel like when you even think about this Charlotte game that they just lost... Uh, DeAndre Ayton's defense and and just the defense overall is going to play a huge part. And it's something that I think I trust less than the other parts of what's made this team 2011, as we're talking now, you know, we know Chris Paul and Devin Booker are pretty, pretty much a lock to do what they do defensively. It's going to be up and down. You're going to have nights where say a LaMelo ball uh, sort of tears you apart. And that's what we saw. And we've seen that a lot. And so with how many players like LaMelo ball, those dominant, creators are around just about every night in the NBA. That's really where I'm looking. 
After the break is Albert Pujols, the best baseball player of his era. One more break to talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counter guy orders the parts off his computer, choosing only from the brands his warehouse happens to carry. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for yourself for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, Rock Auto is always the reliably low price for you and the same for a professional, not two different prices. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. The Albert Pujols era may be ending in Major League Baseball, so what did Pujols mean to that era? Join me now, Lucas Smith from Locked On Cardinals. And Lucas, there's um, reports and rumors that this could be the final year of Pujols' esteemed career. If that is the case, when it's all said and done, he's not the player that he was when he was in St. Louis. Is he, for you, the best player of his generation? I think, honestly, it's hard to, to say no. I mean, just the, the amount of success he had in those 10 years in St. Louis, putting up, you know, un you know, unbelievable numbers that we haven't seen before or since. It's really hard to say no. You could argue that he's not the complete player because of this, you know, maybe he wasn't the best base runner or anything like that. But for me, it's really hard to say no just because of how dominant he was for that 10-year stretch in St. Louis. I, I went back and I looked up his wins above replacement from tw- from 2003 to 2010. Pujols was second, fifth, second, first, second, first, first, and fifth and wins above replacement. When you are top five in war for basically a decade straight, it's pretty hard to argue it's anyone but you. When you look at some of the numbers early in his career, when he starts to become great, Barry Bonds is still being Barry Bonds. And even in the early and into middle parts of, of Pujol's run, Alex Rodriguez is still peak prime Alex Rodriguez. And then at the end of his career, Pujols leaves St. Louis, goes to L.A., where he ultimately plays with Mike Trout, the guy who supplants him as not just the best player of his generation. We're talking about one of the, you know, what, five best players maybe ever. It's hard to come up with other names who were as good as he was for as long as he was while he was playing. Yeah, I mean, the the nickname that he got dubbed in St. Louis was The Machine, and for good reason. He, he just put up these numbers consistently year after year as if he was just a machine. He could do nothing but hit for, for 10 years. And, you know, I, there's no one really saying that he's better in an Angel uniform than he was in a Cardinal uniform. But there are very right. few <laughs> names that you can put above Albert Pujols, especially like if even if you narrow it down just a little bit as to say who's the best right-handed hitter all time, then Albert's got to be top three, you know. But th- there definitely isn't uh, an argument to be made of the best of his generation just because of the – numbers that we have still haven't really seen since of, of the, for a 10 year stretch that Albert's put up. Is there anything in your mind that would keep him from there? Like, is there a signature playoff performance? Does he have that? Because, you know, those are the kinds of things that we build into his resume. And I'm trying to think of, you know, the signature Pujols at bat or the signature Pujols home run or whatever it is. And I guess I'm drawing a little bit of a blank. Where are you on that? 
Well, the, the signature moment for me is Game Three of 2011 World Series when he hit three home runs. Uh, I think that that really um, that's been done. I think two or three other times um, in the history of his career. So I think that um, that performance and, and him winning that that series, he has two World Series rings, which a guy like Mike Trout does not have, which you know might mean a little bit more in the NBA than it does in the MLB. But at the same time, his Game Three performance of hitting three home runs. Um, you also have the moment of, of the Brad Lidge home run in, in Houston in 2005, going back to his middle career when he hit just a moonshot. I think it was the NLCS in game five to, to save that series for the time being. So I think there, there are definitely moments in his career. Th- those two come to mind as the, the two big moments in the postseason. And finally, Kyrie Irving wants the NBA to change its logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant, saying in an Instagram post, gotta happen. I don't care what anyone says. Black Kings built the league. The one problem for Kyrie is the NBA has actually been using an unlicensed image of Jerry West. And if they wanted to use Kobe Bryant, they would likely have to pay for it. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Friday, the Mavericks are starting to look better and better, but they meet the 76ers tonight. We'll have that coming up tomorrow. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.